High School Football is on the air. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Jeffcoat Trant, Auburn Bank, Kia of Auburn, University Ace Hardware, and Goosh Performing Arts Center. Welcome back to Duck Sanford Stadium. Scott Bagwell here, joined by Rob Pate. Jack Hutton also up in the, in the uh, press box at Duck Sanford Stadium. Drew Forehand back in the Auburn Network studio. It looks like the Whitehead forgot who won the toss. Smith Station won the toss, and they were received. So it'll be the Auburn High School defense against the Smith Station offense, a defense that's given up just 13 points per game and uh, holding de uh, opponent opponent offenses uh, to 30% on third down, one of 10 on fourth down. They've forced 10 turnovers um, and, and as of late have really got after the quarterback and and, and forced some some jump balls and, for, and, and been able to start getting turnovers, and that's something that's going to be huge going ahead because I think for Auburn High School to win a state championship, they're going to have to find a way to create some short fields for themselves. Yeah, they, they are, and, and that's kind of what's gotten us in trouble um, in a couple of these games offensively is the turnover and just being able to, uh, to capitalize defensively on those opportunities. Um, so getting that defense out first to start this game, you know, they were the ones a little bit on the heels to end that game against Prattville, uh, so they'll get the opportunity to come rectify that to start this game. The lights go out, and the Tigers take the field here on Senior Night at Duck Sanford Stadium as uh, Tigers come right through the middle of the fieldhouse down on our right as Auburn High School has taken the field. It will be the Auburn High School defense to start. And uh, if you're the defense, if you can get off to a fast start and, and force a punt, this is a Smith Station defense that has struggled mightily this year, giving up over 40 points per game. And uh, coming off of a, of a game against Lee where we saw that team, that's a young, young Lee team, and they got beat 22-16. to 16. Um, And uh, of all the scores that Smith Station has had this year, that was the one that jumped out to me. The, the Jeff Davis loss, 42-14, to 14, I get that's a lot of points, but it can almost – like I get it. That game was played on a Saturday morning with a bunch of high school kids. You can go to Crampton Bowl and lay an egg there, but playing at home in senior night and losing the lead 22-16 to 16, – that was a surprising mark that I saw on their schedule. Absolutely. I mean, so you, you've got a team that, uh, you know, th they have nothing to lose. Um, it's going to be their last game that they play. They're not going to be playoff bound. They've got, uh, you know, everything rides on, hey, we beat Prideville. Can we come out and beat an Auburn team that's uh, ranked really high, number four in the state in Class 7A? Uh, can we can we create a sour taste in their mouth and give them things to think about going into the playoffs? So, you just want to come out and get started on the on the right foot, and, and and you said it right when you talked about playing clean. Defensively, you want to come out and uh, and just set the tone and try to get a good field position and, and get this thing rolling the right way. Need the mic there, Scott. Towns Magoo will set off uh, set up the ball on the tee, and he will be kicking from right to left towards the Auburn High School marching band here on Senior Night, and pink out the duck a pink out the duck a great night and a great. Atmosphere here and a line drive kick going to be mishit and it will be t picking up and taken out at about the seven yard line right up the middle. Runs into his own player. It's going to end up stopping that return and the returner will get tackled down at about the 21 yard line. First and 10 Panthers. I think that's the first time I've seen Towns mishit one like that. He would just line drive, no height to it at all. And Smith Station does a good job of just kind of batting it to the uh, returner. They had a wedge over there, a lane that opened up, and uh, unfortunately for them, fortunate for us, their own player is the one that, uh, that stopped the momentum. But uh, we finally 
converged and, uh, and got him down. Number three in the gun, Quentin Brooks, a running back by trade, is going to take it and kind of a counteraction, very patient, gets across the 25 to about the 26-yard line, and it'll be second down. We'll see what Smith Station wants to do at quarterback. The guy who has been, Jackson Gurr, got hit hard on the last play of the game against Lee and laid down on the turf. So it looks like that uh, it's going to be number three, Quentin Brooks, is uh, is going to be the quarterback there for uh, for the Panthers? Yeah, really undersized offensive line, particularly on this right side here. Yeah, so they were kind of in a wildcat as now it shifts. Greer is in the uh, in back in the backfield, rolls out to his right sidearm throw, has his tight end, and it's going to be close to the 30-yard line, making the catch. There is number 46, who I do not have on the roster, and it'll be a gain of a couple, third down and about four. Yeah, good opportunity here. Third down, money down, be able to uh, to see if you can go three and out to start this game. It's right where you want to be defensively. Set this offense up with good field position. So it will be third down and about three, maybe four, coming up for this offense for Smith Stations. Once again, they'll send a – uh, Wildcat spread look with the quarterback off to the right and a running back back in the gun. And it's just a uh, sweep to the right. He's going to trip up, dive across the 40 or the 30-yard line. Going to be short on the uh, line to gain was Brooks once again. And it will be a fourth down in time to punt. Uh, they're thinking about it, and it Looks like they're going to send the punt unit out now, but that was just trying to get get the ball to the best athlete, see if he can make a play. They run it to the uh, short side of the field, and, and he was diving, stretching, trying to get to that first down marker, but came up about a yard and a half short. That was Ethan Shufford on the on the reception. I told Rob this. I found about four different ro <laughs> rosters. I found one with Shufford at number six and one with him at 46. Punting time here as Auburn High School forces a three and out. High spiraling kick, and Auburn High is going to take it at the about the 38-yard line. Ian Nation is going to try to spin out of a tackle and then get thrown back to around the 35-yard line, and that's where Auburn High School will take over. Well, fielding the ball cleanly, that's, that's important. Yeah, that's something early in this season. Ian would let that ball hit and roll. I know at, uh, at Enterprise it rolled a lot. So, so early on that uh, gave up a lot of field position. He looks a lot more confident right there. Just didn't have a lot of room to operate. Clyde Pittman back into the gun. Amari and Warren into the game as well as Jack Hudden. Your tight ends in are Colin Long and Silas Mason here on senior night. Inside handoff to DV and no gain on the play. And it'll be second down and 10. And Auburn High School will now make their subs as Davis Harson checks in, and that probably will do it for Clyde Pittman as he is resting his shoulder here tonight. Yeah, and again, you know, we look at uh, the opportunity to run the ball, that left side into the boundary, um, set up perfectly for Auburn, but just no gain right yep. there. I mean, Smith Station's able to uh, just create a lot of havoc, and, uh, and Auburn goes nowhere on first down. Here comes Blomeyer in motion and wanting a quick throw to, to uh, Ian Nation. Has that catch to about the 41-yard line, gain of six on the play, and that's something that we will watch. Jack, you're on this. Uh, Ian Nation needs nine catches to set the Seagull season record. There's number one. Well, I thought that was big from Davis Harson too, because sometimes he tries to take more than, than's there, and that time he just simply took what they gave him. A little handoff to Ian Nation, first down yardage and then some across the 50-yard line, running jet sweep into the boundary out to about the 41-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 18 and a first down. 
Yeah, he cut that up hard. I mean, that was jet sweep into the boundaries, and he never got outside the numbers. I mean, he saw a huge, massive lane and just got straight upfield, and, uh, man, he, he has got a first to him. Three receivers to the right. Auburn High School goes hard count. The defensive end does not jump off sides. Interesting note about this formation. It's three receivers to the right, a tight end to the left, and now Auburn High School will flip it. Ian Nation will come be the solo receiver to the left. Griffin McLean will go be your tight end attached on the right side. Arson on the inside give to D.V. Williams. Makes one guy miss. Carries a couple of others to about the 35. Actually, they might be the 36-yard line. Gain of about five or six. Second down coming up. Yeah, that was classic DV, like you said, patient, skipping around, finding the hole, and then carrying a couple of guys. I, I would challenge him if I'm the Auburn coaching staff to, to hey, finish this season like you began it. I mean, at the beginning of the year, I thought he was running a little bit harder than he has at the end. And I know some of that's injury and being banged up and hit a lot, but uh, he needs to finish this season strong. Motion by Williams out. Auburn wants to screen underneath. Great hands there by Griffin McLean. First down yard is puts a foot in the ground. He's going to get across the 20-yard line right at about the 19. Either way, that play moves Auburn High School into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Yeah, left it a little high. McLean had to go, go get it, and he made a great snag with his hands. But what a block at the end of that play by Jalen Foster. He was leading him, and he got a pancake to end that play. Empty set. Harson goes no play, and now Auburn High School will see the will see it and then look out and adjust the play. D.V. Williams was pointing out, um, and I wonder if that is something that we'll see Auburn go back to, try to see a matchup that they might like out of that empty set. Three receivers to the right. Harson has it, stumbles with this or fumbles with the snap, and there's a flag on the far side. I'm not sure if it's an offsides or a false start. Either way, it'll be a dead ball penalty. First five or first and ten coming. Our first and 15 coming. And his offsides encroachment on Smith Station for lining up in the neutral zone. And just going back to that previous play where they threw the uh, underneath screen to the tight end, uh, the, the center was able to get out in front, uh, uh, Jalen Foster, and uh, got downfield on one of those little guys. And, uh, <laughs> man, he just left him on his back. It was a great, great block. Empty set here once again, Harson. Claps of hands as Smith Station shows blitz and now drops out of the pressure look. Auburn High School will check the band and get relined up as DV will jog into the backfield. Auburn High getting set quickly, so get, leaving plenty of time for these motion sets. McLean now comes off the line of scrimmage. Here comes motion and play action to DV. Williams rolling left over the middle of the field. Missed his receiver was Harson looking for McLean climbing over behind the backers. Incomplete second down and five coming. Yeah, rolling to his left. He tries to uh, just not get his feet totally set. Leaves that ball behind McLean who uh, had a big window right there at about the two, three yard line. He was going to score with a good throw. Just left it a little wide. But man, so much pre-snap movement on that play. I mean, it's... Uh, Thankful not to be a Smith Station safety. Inside handoff to DV. DV carries one guy, and then as he gets spun around, breaks the tackle of another one. Carries somebody across the 10-yard line. Should be close to first down yardage, and it is. Should be first down yardage. 6.15 left to go in the opening quarter. First down and goal, Auburn High School inside the 10-yard line. Yeah, nice, nice job. Strength again from DV, getting that ball to the first down marker. He had to carry some guys to get there. Now you just want to finish this drive. Tiger set up once again in, in a, a formation that has been uh, indicative of uh, motion coming after the, the 
snap, but just like that, oh, it's a give to DV. DV bounces out, makes one guy miss, and he's going to scamper into the end zone from nine yards out. DV Williams scores first here on senior night, and the Tigers lead six to nothing. Yeah, it's a good job by him because he broke out uh, of the of the wedge right there. No no containment from the Smith Station defense. Uh, reminded me a lot of well, how Central hurt us uh, with with their running back. It's almost a, a page out of their playbook. But because they were in man-to-man coverage on the three outside, they got no help from the secondary, and DV's able to walk in. For the tenth time this year, DV Williams hits Paydirt, and the Tigers lead six nothing. Will Best on to attempt the PAT. Kick is up, and that kick is good. Five fifty-three left to go here in the opening quarter. Tigers lead seven nothing. We'll be right back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. Towns Magoo will kick off here as the Tigers lead 7-0. That touchdown by D.V. Williams. That is career number 17, which ties him with 20th in all time in Auburn High School football history, tied with Dominique Reese, a quarterback from 2004 and 2005, and Kerry Seen, who played back in the 50s who all had 17 rushing touchdowns. Magoo will approach, and he'll send that one away. That's a good kick, yeah. and that one be in the end zone. And as we have a second, let's send it to Jack, and Jack will have our scoring drive. Yeah, Scott, eight plays, 65 yards go. The Tigers capped off by the D.V. Williams 10-yard run, bounce outside and gets into the end zone. Helped out by an offsides penalty there. Davis Harson already with 22 yards passing, and Ian Nation only eight catches away from the record, Scott. Thanks, Jack. Has uh, – Clyde Pittman is, is available if needed, but this is going to be the Davis Harson show as uh, Auburn High School trying to rest uh, Clyde a little bit shoulder, a little bit banged up, but, but he'll be good to go next week for the playoffs. And Magoo showed you what he can do on that kickoff. He put it out of the back of the end zone right there. I mean, it, even, it did even touch the white in the yeah. back of the end line. Greer will come into the gun, and it's speed option to the left. There's your pitch. The corner comes up with linebacker help. Auburn High had a couple of guys right to the running back right from the start, but neither one of them able to get him to the ground. Going to be a gain of a couple on that play, second down. Yeah, it looked like for a second they had us with uh, just outflanked, and uh, we weren't going to get to containment because our outside linebacker had to, had to get out there in Clark Cleveland. But uh, good job by the, uh, uh, by the corner coming up and, and just helping to solidify the edge of that Auburn defense, that was Pete Davis. Pete Davis played well. Clark Cleveland going to play in the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star oh, game at the him. end of the season. That was announced here today. Braden Joyner also playing. I think Auburn High School is going to have one more guy. I think Avery Ferris is going to play in it as well. On top of having Auburn High will have three guys playing the North-South game that's now moved into December as well as opposed to in the summer. Inside handoff, a nice little cutback by the Smith Station running back across the 25 to about the 26-27 yard line. It's going to set up a third down and short here with 4.50 left to go in the opening quarter, 7-0 Tigers lead. Well, so you can see what Smith Station's game plan is, and I think it's a smart one by them. They're trying to just run the ball, 
get into a scrum type of, uh, of set and, you know, push forward, getting third manageable. Keep the clock running, limit Auburn's offense from getting onto the field and seeing if you can pick up first downs. Brooks in the gun with Greer as the quarterback. Three by one set. Oh, Smith Station goes no play. And something that they ran a lot against Jeff Davis out of this three-by-one set was speed option. We've already seen it once. Looking for the hitch, and it's picked off. But Coleman Granberry <laughs> stumbles over his feet. It would have been another house call. But this one is going to be intercepted and down at the 21-yard line. Tigers will take over first and ten. That's a great read and play by Granberry stepping right in front of that uh, because the receiver was was open on the guy that, uh, that was covering him. But he was thinking about what dance he was going to do right there. I mean, that was too <laughs> wide open, and uh, the, the the grass turf monster jumped up and got him there. Auburn High School with another pick. As that is now 11 on the season. That's an athletic catch, too. Yeah. I mean, that quarterback was rifling that ball in there. Two-by-two two set here for the Tigers. Here comes motion. Harson has it, and he's going to hand it off to the receiver in motion. Blomeyer. And that was Logan Blomeyer. Auburn High School will move into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Gain of five on the play, second and five. Yeah, it's amazing how often Auburn runs wide into the boundary. I mean, it's just, a, just again, wide receiver jet uh, motion into the boundary. As Auburn High School goes no play, and uh, they sh should end up with a first down out of it. Auburn High School now has an interception in six straight games after having one pick through four games. And a, and a lot by those uh, Auburn the linebackers. Backers, yeah. yeah, really active, uh, getting in those throwing lanes. And uh, you got to be a good athlete to catch a ball rifle. You're running towards the ball right there. That's a, that's a good catch. First and ten right at the – first and goal right at the ten-yard line. Harson in the gun, has it, drops back out of an empty set. Looking for a dragger, has Logan Blomeyer, but too hot to handle. Hit him right in the hands, though, incomplete. Second down and goal. Yeah, not, not uh, on Harson there. I mean, he placed that in a perfect spot, but – not a lot of th to work with. Had Blomeyer caught that pass, he, he would have gone minimal to no gain. One of those where, as, as a receiver, the ball normally the ball is below below the waist. You flip the hands. If it's above, you, you have your hands up. That time he tries to kind of cradle it, just not able to hang on to it was Blomeyer. Second down and goal, Williams in the gun. Here comes uh, Ian Nation inside handoff to D.V. Williams. He's going to bounce outside. He's going to run into the end zone for his second touchdown of the night. And with 3.31 left to go, the Tigers lead 13 to nothing. Yeah, got to love to see that. You see that big lane right over the uh, center. Uh, DV sees it, cuts right through it. He goes untouched. You know, that's the kind of thing that uh, I know this Auburn offensive coaching staff wants to see. Auburn be able to control the line of scrimmage and uh, get DV Williams some confidence heading into uh, postseason play. As Will Best. No, that's Towns Magoo in to attempt the PAT. Kick is on his way. Kick is up, and that kick is good. 13-31 left to go here in the first quarter. Tigers lead 14-0. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special. Like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. 
Troy Bank and Trust, member FDIC. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Welcome back to Duck Sanford Stadium. Auburn leads Smith Station 14 to nothing. As Auburn has been very efficient on offense, defense, they have forced a three and out and got a pick on third down and have gone off to the start that you would want here in this situation, up 14 to nothing. Tigers also very efficient in the red zone this year as Magoo will kick that one and it will land in the back of the end zone and Smith Station will take over at the 20 before we get to my thought. Jack, what was that scoring drive? Yeah, a very quick drive there by the Tigers. Three plays, 21 yards after the big interception by Coleman Granberry, capped off by a D.V. Williams 10-yard run from, uh, well, 10 yards out. Back to you, Scott. Thanks, Jack. 34 trips to the uh, red zone for the Tigers offense this year. 28 scores, 26 of those have been touchdowns. So getting the red zone is one thing, catching it in for touchdowns is another, and that's what Auburn has been able to do here a lot this year. Two-by-two two set for Smith Station on this first down and 10 from their own 20-yard line. And that's a little counter action. Nice design play into the open field. Across the 35-yard line goes Brooks as that was kind of a same side GT. Don't see that play a whole lot. If you're able to block it, it should pop, and that's what happened there. Gain of 18, first down. Yeah, that's a tough play for those linebackers because guard and tackle pull from one side. The running back takes the ball heading in the opposite direction from where the guard and tackle pulled from, and then he just gets right behind them and follows them right down through that hole. You'll see that blocking scheme kind of a, a lot in college football. You'll pull GT, you'll read in, and the quarterback is going with the GT, and it's kind of a sweep action. You don't see the, the running back put his foot in and then just fly yeah. up behind the two pullers. Greer in the gun, and a very similar play that time. Cade Rayburn blows it up. It's going to be a loss of two on the play. Second down and 12 or 13 coming up. Yeah, they tried the exact same play to the opposite side to see if the opposite uh, side of the Auburn defense was prepared for it. And you're right, uh, Rayburn got in there disruptive and makes tackle for the loss. Jordan Reese and Deuce White check out. Will Walker into the game as is Adam Al-Rihami in at the interior defense alignment. As a balloon gets loose. <laughs> Two-by-two two set once again for the Panthers here on second down and 12. 2.13 left to go here in the first quarter. Tigers lead 14-0. There's some motion. Greer drops back, looks for the slant or looks for the swing. Not there, but look, find the stick right behind the linebackers. Gain of about five or six on the play as that'll set up a third down and, and, and manageable third down in about six. Yeah, he hooked up right in front of Graham Young. Graham does a good job right there of – making a, a quick decision as, as far as being heady. He, he, he grabs and, and lassos the kid, and then he picks him up off the ground like he's going to slam him, and then he didn't at the last second. That would, could have easily been an a, a unsportsmanlike conduct call if he finishes that play there. Greer, the senior quarterback, gets the sign. He'll have motion coming across the formation, and he'll roll to the right, and he has a guy, and it's going to be eaten up and sacked. 
I know the ball came out, but the White Hat will rule that the ball was or that the runner was down, and it is not a fumble. A sack on third and six, and it's punting time for the Panthers. Yeah, that play was made by Mark Tolan as he tries to roll out to Mark's side, and Mark's able to take on that uh, that blocker, push him back into the quarterback's face, and then get his hands up into the throwing lane and take him down. And, and so he was the. Uh, he was the edge defender. He was the guy that got the pressure, and uh, he was the one that knocked that thing loose. Great job by Tolan. Yeah, the pressure made the play because Greer had a flat uh, re receiver open if he would have been able to get rid of it. Said it's a big sack, fourth and 21. Tigers bring some pressure. Tolan was there. Ian Nation waves the hand, and he'll catch it right at about the 45, 44-yard line with 34.1 left to go here in the first quarter. Tigers will take over. Yeah, another good job of that Auburn defense. Uh, Smith Station shows them a couple of wrinkles right there that we haven't seen with uh, that counteraction that you talked about, Scott. And uh, I think Auburn defensively uh, burned them one time and they hit it for a loss the second time. And then uh, just getting off the field when you get the opportunity. Smith Station's trying to shorten the game with the, by running it and getting in third and short. And this Auburn defense is doing a good job of capitalizing on third down. Arson in the gun. Tigers in a condensed set. And it's a handoff, looking it to get it to Flakes. Flakes tries to get outside, and he's going to get to the 50-yard line. It'll be a run out of bounds with 27 and a half left to go there. Just an absolute wall set up by that left side. Going to be a gain of about six on the play. Silas Mason into the game at tight end, and it will be a second down coming up. Yeah, it was, a, again, you know, the repetitive sweep into the boundary to the left side, and that's uh, just been Auburn's bread and butter all year. And uh, nice first play uh, pickup. Here comes motion as Tigers will shift the formation. A two-by-two two look as dropping back his horse in play action. He wants the deep ball looking for a Hudson. In stride for the touchdown. Jack Hudson from 20 or 50 yards out on second down and four makes it 20 to nothing with 17.6 left to go. A yeah, great pass right there. That stepped up in the pocket nice and uh, was in rhythm by Davis Harson and he just delivered a beautiful ball to, uh, to Jack Hudson. Uh, you know, hope they're listening down in Jay, Florida, because I knew they, uh, I knew that I know they do sometimes. So Jack has a fantastic touchdown catch here on Senior Night. Able to get on top of the corner and then beat him inside for the post route, no safety help, and a uh, perfectly thrown ball and, and right in stride. And Hudson runs away from the defense for the touchdown. As on to attempt the PAT is Will Best. The kick is up, is is up, and that kick is good. 17.6 left to go here in the first quarter. All Auburn all the time, 21-0. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Kia of Auburn invites you to see our great selection of vehicles. The Kia brand offers something for everyone at almost any budget. Multi-purpose vehicles like the Carnival, Sportage, Sorento, or Telluride. You prefer a sedan? Check out the Rio, Forte, Soul, or the Sporty Stinger. Looking for fuel efficiency? We have many hybrids to choose from and even our amazing electric EV models. No matter which Kia model you choose, you will receive remarkable performance along with our outstanding warranty. Kia of Auburn, where you are always number one. Classic hits and Auburn high school football. Wings 94-3. Towns Magoo on to a kick off. Tigers lead this one 21 to nothing. Here in the early state or the late stages of the first quarter. As Magoo will approach. He'll kick it away, and that one will be in the end zone. 
As Smith Station sets up to take over at the 20 once again, let's send it to Jack. Jack. Third scoring drive of the night for the Tigers. 56 yards in the big play, of course. The 50-yard toss from Davis Harson to best name on the team, Scott, Jack Hudson. Back to you. As he caught that one in stride, ran for the end zone. I think what the coaches did to fix the kick cover unit was they grabbed Towns and said, <laughs> kick the son of a gun out of the end zone. I know. Uh, you, you said out of the end zone. He almost kicked that one in the, in the band right there. <laughs> He's he's loose tonight. He hit the he miss hit the first one and the and the three since then have have not even been close. But with that said, the one return only got out to the twenty one yard line. Even though there was a wedge there, uh, the field position was not gained. As once again, Smith Station will uh, will shift and put their quarterback out from wide to the now to the short side, and they will pitch it to the running back. Tigers had three or four guys out there, and flowing to the play was, uh, I believe that one was Coleman Granberry from the middle linebacker spot, loss of about four on the play. Yeah, and they do a great job because those guys took on both the quarterback and the pitch guy. I mean, he ran through the quarterback to the pitch guy as the outside leverage person, so that's just an extremely athletic play. Yeah, that's a play where you line up and you, you don't see anybody out there. You think you might have yeah. some numbers, and then Auburn ends up with three guys over there. That's the end of the first quarter, and it's exactly the quarter that Auburn High School wanted, up 21-0. We'll be back in one minute with a second quarter. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet Buick and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet Buick GMC. Get ready to smile. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, your hometown attorney. Our roots run deep in Auburn, Opelika. It was on these gridiron fields where we learned how to win on Friday nights, just like we do today inside the courtroom. Let us be on your winning team. Our firm specializes in family law, criminal defense, car wrecks, and DUIs. If you need us, call 737-3718 or visit our office at 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika. Alsterbrook Law Group, proud supporter of Auburn High Football. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. Start of the second quarter here. Tigers lead 21-0 over Smith Station. It's Auburn High School. Played a, a pretty darn perfect first quarter. Greer has it in the gun, drops back, wants a screen, and almost ends up being a pick as... Auburn High had that one snuffed out, and Greer just had to throw it as hard as he could right at a defensive lineman. Incomplete third down and long coming up. Yeah, good idea by Smith Station, but the quarterback just didn't sell it well enough. He gave up far too much ground too quickly, and so the Auburn defensive front is able to recognize it. He tried to throw it in the dirt, but uh, he actually hit one of his yeah. offensive linemen with it. But uh, good job of recognition. And, you know, I, I think we were up 21 to nothing last, last week, week too, yeah. weren't we? So we played, a, we played a first quarter that had, you know, strikingly similar last week that, uh, you know, this team wants to try to capitalize on that in the second quarter and maintain it. Rolling to the right is Greer, and he wants to come back. Great coverage there by Jaden Walker. He was all over the receiver, and, and, I, and I don't mean that as far as a penalty. He was in the hip pocket on the comeback and, and jumped it, 
and uh, and broke it up on third down. Yeah, it looked like he had outside leverage because he had better uh, a better opportunity to make that catch. I think he even got hands on the ball right there uh, instead of the receiver. So he, he has played really big. He's has come in because of some injuries and has played his way into a, a starting spot and is playing really well out there. It'll be punting time here for Smith Station as they are now 0 for 4 on third downs. Line drive kick, Ian Nation runs up, and the high kick and the high bounces. Uh, he wanted to return that one so bad and decided to finally just let that one roll and get away from it, and Auburn will take over at about the 47-yard uh, line. Auburn sends two guys back to uh, try to prevent uh, just kicking away, letting the ball bounce and roll. They have Blomeyer as well as Nation back, and uh, that time just too short to get up and field. He, does, he did a good job of not trying to do too much there. So Auburn takes over at their own 48-yard line. They'll send Nation off to the left, uh, split out by himself. Silas Mason will move over to that left side now. Here comes Blomeyer in motion, and it's going to be a little pop pass. Flakes gets out there to help block. Blomeyer puts his foot in the ground, gets vertical, gets across the 45-yard line into Smith Station territory to about the 46, gain of about eight on the play. Yeah, Auburn shows strength of the formation into the boundary. They make Smith Station make their call. They get it, move their tight end. They motion away, and then they run that way. So, I mean, it's just it's just trying to outman people, and they do a good job of doing it. little pop pass counts as a completion for Davis Harson and a catch for Logan Blomeyer. Second down and two coming from the 44-yard line. Harson claps the hands and will drop back. Looks to Nation. Now wants the go ball to Josephson. Underthrown. Josephson comes back and makes a heck of a catch right at about the 19-yard line. As with that play, Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse with Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Yeah, they've been trying to get Josephson uh, several games, and, and that time he does a really good job of uh, working his way back through the defender into the, to an underthrown ball, and uh, he's the only one that sees it, and he made a nice athletic strong play to make that catch. Gain of 25 on the play. The Tigers will send three receivers to the left, two to the right. Both of the ones to the right are a tight end and a running back. Harson in the gun. Here comes motion with Ian Nation, and it will be a give to Nation. Nation puts his foot in the ground. He's going to hit hard across the 15-yard line to about the 14-yard line. Gain of about five on the carry by Nation. And at this point in time, he's got more carries than he does catches. <laughs> Second down and about four. But, uh, man, great execution because he comes in motion on a dead sprint. Harson has to snap and time that snap perfectly to let him be the, uh, the, the, the zone read guy there. And, uh, you know, they just executed it well. Great timing. Flakes in the gun next to Harson. Harson will send Flakes in motion as Harson drops back, and he's looking underneath, looking for the tight end screen. That's the second time they've run that one today. But the linebacker got a paw on it, knocks it away, incomplete third down and five. Yeah, just good recognition by Smith Station, making a play, knocking that ball away, and, and Auburn trying to use motion to fool, get people running towards the sideline, and then try to, to duck up underneath it. But Smith Station did a good job of knocking that ball down. Two-by-two two set here for Davis Harson. Again, Flakes lined up to his left, which is the wide side of the field. Harson claps the hands, will drop back. Smith Station brings pressure and finds Silas Mason. Going to be close to first down yardage. Might be right there at it. By the mark, it's going to be a gain of six on third down and five. First down yardage and first and goal from the nine. Yeah, good route, good delivery. Mason makes the uh, the nice catch there with, uh, with the hands. Harson puts it uh, away from the defender. Uh, just in a, a really catchable ball on third down to, to a guy that uh, Auburn doesn't throw the ball to, to a ton. 
Bunch set to the short side of the field, and now they will flip over, and there will be a bunch set, a quad set, actually, to the wide side, which is the right side of the field. Harson claps the hands, and he'll run zone. No, he'll throw it to Josephson. Josephson trying to get outside. He does get outside. Does he get in the end zone? Yes, he does. From nine yards out, Harson to Josephson, and the Tigers lead 27 to nothing with 9.20 left to go here in the second quarter. Uh, just a little thing I noticed on that that, that Harson did pre-snap. Josephson was moving. He overran his position right there trying to get realigned, so he had to wait for him to get set before he snapped the ball, and then the play was to him. So heads-up play by Harson, nice pass, and good, good catch after the run there by Josephson to, to beat him to the pylon and get a touchdown. He scored last week too, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. Yep. Kick is on the way by... Magoo as that is up and that is good. 9.20 left to go. Tigers lead 28-0. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn. We live in a world that is constantly changing and the Car Stereo Shop is changing with it. The internet has created options for shopping and a misconception that your best deals are online. Not always is the cheapest price your best deal. Here's what you can expect at the Car Stereo Shop. Competitive pricing, quality products, a sales staff with outstanding product knowledge, the best warranties, and the best customer service. Come by the store at 1914 Opelika Road or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. Your Auburn High School football station, Wings 94-3. Tigers lead 28 to nothing here as Towns Magoo once again will kick off. As I can promise you, everybody in the press box is trying to find a Prattville Central score, and nobody has reported one that we can find. If you, if you know the, all, the, the Prattville Central score, tweet it at me, at Scott Bagwell, and I'll, we'll get it on the air. 9.20 left to go here. Tigers up by four touchdowns as there's another kickoff, and there's another one hit uh, to the edge of the white paint outside of the end zone before we get this first down play. Let's send it to Jack for the drive summary. Jack. All right, Scott. Marcellus Josephson gets a couple catches on that drive, takes it in from nine yards out on the touchdown run. That was six plays, 52 yards. The Tigers go the big one. The Josephson catch for 25 yards to get him down in the red zone, Scott. Thanks, Jack, as the Tigers lead this one 28 to nothing. And as we get ready for the playoffs, there's another team – that's still in the playoffs. The volleyball team just ended their season as they went to the Elite Eight once again. Auburn High School flag football team will play at Central on Thursday night as that team is 13-1. They've already beat Central twice. Here comes the reverse. Graham Young sniffs it out, and he forces the issue and gets some help from his friends. No gain on the play, second down and 10. That's an incredible play right there for Graham Young because the outside linebacker that time was fooled. They had reach blocked us, had the edge, had the perimeter. Graham Young never once was, uh, was, was tricked. He came down in fast run support. Not only does he uh, uh, make the play, he, he took away the outside. He made the guy cut back in, stopped him dead in his tracks, and no gain on a reverse that Graham comes down from 12 yards deep to make the play on. Second down and 10 coming for Smith Station. Graham coming back after dealing with a little bit of a, of a thigh injury. Um, as well as coming back from a concussion as he missed the central game. Inside handoff there and nothing doing right in the middle of that uh, defensive line. Uh, no push and a gain of about half a yard, third down and nine coming. Yeah, the first guy I saw in right there was number 54, Marquise Washington, that uh, had a good push. 
Uh, maintains uh, just his gap integrity. Still had outside leverage, but uh, got in on that play. Made it made a, a really sensational play there. I talked to uh, D-line coach Brandon Hall, and he mentioned Marquise is one of the guys that was going to be able to get in and rotate in today as uh, Marquise has been a guy that has waited his time. He's a junior in the rotation and uh, got his opportunity here and made a nice play there on second down, forcing a third and long. Tigers showing pressure. Here it comes. Clark Cleveland gets there a little bit late and almost a heck of a catch off to the, off to the uh, flat there. Incomplete looking for the tight end, and in his punting time as this – Panthers are now 0 for 5 on third downs. Yeah, Andrew King had checked in and played safety uh, that entire drive, and he tries to undercut that. Almost, almost beat the uh, the ball to the receiver and, uh, and and took that one back for a touchdown. Just squeaked by him, but he made a nice read on that ball. Fourth and 10 now. Once again, punting time for the Panthers with 7.47 left to go here in the second quarter. That one gets off, low line drive kick. Logan Blomeyer will wave for a fair catch and take it. And Auburn High School will have it in Smith Station territory right at the 48-yard line as Auburn High School tries to make it five for five. Yeah, good job by those two guys, Blomeyer and Ian Nation, communicating. That ball was kicked kind of in between them. Um, kind of looked at each other, and, and then Blomeyer got, uh, got loud, gave the fair catch signal, and made a clean catch. Tigers will send two receivers to the left, a tight end in an up-back spot, and another tight end as well right next to him. Griffin McLean back in the game, as is D.V. Williams, as it'll be an inside handoff right up the middle. D.V. Williams bounces to the outside, and he's going to carry a linebacker for a couple of yards, and it's going to be a gain of about nine on the play. Uh, second down and one coming up. Well, again, that was a, a great play there by Eric Patrick. He pulled. He kicked out the the, uh, the defensive end, and then he went on to an outside linebacker and just pancaked him. So he got a twofer right there, two guys that uh, he was able to control and spring D.V. Williams. Nation and Hudson move to the right side, the wide side of the formation. Williams lines up next to Harson on his left along with McLean. Dropping back is Harson, looks for the out route, has Nation complete. Makes a move at the 25, will get knocked out of bounds at about the 22-yard line. Gain of 17 on the play, and that will bring up a first down and 10. That, you know, other than the long pass that uh, that, that Harson had to, to Jack uh, Hudson early in this game, that was probably his best throw. A very tight window. The defender was in a good area. He had to throw it over the uh, the defender into the boundary and just placed it perfectly for Nation. Auburn, same formation. They'll just flip it. Twins to the wide side and up back in McLean. And here McLean goes in motion, hands it off to DV. DV puts his foot in the ground. He's going to move inside the Auburn, inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Gain of 12 on the play, first down, and once again, Tigers. I think they found the 10-yard line every single time they've gotten inside the red zone. First and goal from the 10. DV running really hard tonight. I mean, it's he's got big holes to run through, but he's also making guys miss. He's running through arm tackles. He is dragging guys, and he looks like he is a healthier version of himself. Through the first five games or so of the year, through the first six games of the year, DV had 600 yards, averaging right at 100 yards per game. Sits in under 200 in the next three. Yeah. Auburn needs him to be healthy with this run game. Play action, Harson rolling to the right, has a guy open in the back of the end zone, looks for number two coming across and finds Tyler McKinnell in the end zone, lays out and makes the beautiful catch from 10 yards out, and the Tigers lead 34 to nothing. I'll tell you who's going to give him a high five for that, and uh, that's going to be Coach Keith Etheridge <laughs> because he, he could have hit Jack Hudson over in, on the corner route for a second touchdown, but instead he sees McKinnell and says, you know what, I'm going to get another no. guy a touchdown here. 
And I'm going to check one off the box for Coach to not have to worry about the rest of the night. <laughs> so good job, Davis Harson. Yeah, I think Auburn, had, they've had five touchdowns and four different players have had it. Uh, DV has two rushing touchdowns and now three passing touchdowns to three different receivers. A best on to attempt the PAT. That one up, and that one is good. 6-17 left to go here. Tigers lead 35 to nothing. It's all Auburn all the time. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Teamwork is key to winning on the football field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Six seventeen left to go here in the second quarter. I do have a score update for you for Auburn or for Central and Prattville. We'll get it uh, after this. We'll get the drive summary and the score update. Thank you, Tim Meeks, uh, for that info. As this one's finally going to be miss hit. We'll take it the two-yard line. Going up the, the right side is the Smith Station returner. It's going to be hit across the 20-yard line and at about down at about the 21. Once again, Auburn covers that one well, better than the first one. Jack, what you got on the drive and those scores? Yeah, so Scott, for the drive to start out, uh, Auburn goes 48 yards in four plays. The big pass to Tyler McKinnell gets Auburn in the end zone, 35 nothing. But the bigger news probably for Auburn right now, no score between Central and Prattville. About five minutes left before halftime in that one. There you go. Do it, Prattville. Yeah, amen. So <laughs> yeah, I told you at the beginning of the year, Smith Station and Prattville started this wacky yeah. ride that was the re that has been Region 2. Maybe it ends once more with a, with a Prattville win on the road at – uh, Central Greer has it, and he just uh, makes a business decision and, and covers up at about the nine-yard line. <laughs> Deuce White gets up to celebrate. Loss of about ten on the play. That was great. That was a great celebration by Deuce White. Yeah, those guys, they work hard to get opportunities to get a sack, and, man, he was about to just unleash, and uh, the quarterback just – just kind of went down for him, but that dude's still excited. I'll say this uh, for Jackson Greer, the Smith Station quarterback, uh, I make the same decision. Oh, no doubt. Uh, there were three players coming right for him, had him locked dead on, and, uh, yeah, I, I make that same decision. I get down as well. Tigers bring blitz, and it's a handoff right up the inside. The backers do a good job of playing the run on the way to the quarterback, no gain, third down. Yeah, you know, they're having a hard time running the ball, but th this is the, the most undersized Smith Station offensive line I can recall seeing. I mean, sometimes they've I've seen these these guys show up, and they've got some, some massive individuals up there on the line of scrimmage, and tonight it's just not the same. And this Auburn defensive front is able to kind of tee off on that. Another third down, I think, I think uh, Smith Station has one first down. They got it on that little counter play. Nothing since then. They're 0 for 5 on third down, looking for their six, or here on the six one. Go for the screen, incomplete. Had a, the running back open, I'm not sure that he would have been able to do anything with it. Incomplete, and it is uh, it is fourth down as uh, as Auburn had had guys flowing to the ball. Yeah, Jackson Graham was right out there. If uh, that catch had been made to uh, to make the tackle, and you know you talk about that play that they they bust in the uh, first quarter. 
with the uh, the counter action, I, I think that's a play that this team needs to look at, maybe yeah. inserting, because that was well well designed, and we got the athletes up front to be able to execute that. Line drive kick. It's going to hit and roll out of bounds at about the 40-yard line, so a short field once again for Auburn High School as they will take over at uh, the Smith Station 41-yard line. Yeah, still the, uh, the the first team offensive line coming out. Uh, we saw a little spattering of, uh, of some – I think you'll see the first line through the first half, yeah, and then probably. you'll start to see some subs. Defensively, they've they've been able to rotate more in, but you know they they do that anyways. Two by two set here, no three by one set rather. As Harson has it, play action, drops back screen, has flakes into the open field, looks for a block, and he gets one, makes one guy miss, spins around another one. First down yardage as he will be down at about the – that should be down at about the 24-yard line. That's where they will mark it. Gain of about uh, 17 on the play. First down and 10. Yeah, the emergence of Flake since that Central game has been big, a big spark for this Auburn offense. He, he's going to add a tremendous amount of value in the playoffs. Inside give to Flakes. Flakes bounces into the open and is going to be spun down across the uh, across the first down yardage into about the nine. Gain of 15 on the play as Auburn High School moves into the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse with Auburn tradition for over 30 years. And this is about the most tempo that I've seen Auburn High School have all year long as well. Yeah, if it was a gain of 15, he wasn't touched until 14 yards downfield. So great job, Auburn offensive front. Tigers in the red zone once again. Arson has it and wants a screen, has it open to Eric Patrick, and he's going to be tackled, and he's he'll fumble the ball. Auburn High School had another lineman who was ready to pick it up and go with it. That is a lateral pass backwards to Eric Patrick. Uh, gain, loss of about one or two on the play. That's how you know things are going well as, uh, as Auburn High School throws the old guard throwback. A heads-up play by Smith Station. I mean, it's, you don't particularly think that the, uh, the guard's going to go out for a pass, but he did, and uh, Avery Ferris was right there to lead the way, and yet they still are able to get that uh, covered up and uh, prevent, a, pre prevent a touchdown from one of the offensive linemen. Eric Patrick was not happy. <laughs> the Nation lines up on the right side of the field. He'll, he'll come in motion to a three-receiver set. Harson has it, rolls to the left. He's got him wide open, throws to the back of the end zone, has that receiver open as well, and he'll hang on for the touchdown from 10 yards out, Harson throws another one, and this one to Logan Blomeyer. He's sharing the wealth with everybody. 41-0, Tigers lead. Yep, he sure is because, like you said, he had Ian Nation for the touchdown in the flat. If he wanted it, he was wide open. He went for the deeper route, made a great throw. Uh, he was he was covered but uh, was breaking open, running away from the defender. And I think, again, Davis Harson says, we all need one. And uh, he sees somebody that hasn't scored. And he puts one right on the numbers for a touchdown for Blomeyer. Of all the, the stats that I have, the one that I don't have for me is touchdown passes in a game, and I know Davis Harson is at four. The PAT is up, and that kick is good as Magoo, is the, as Magoo was the kicker there. 3.14 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers lead 42 to nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop since 1970. Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. 314 left to go here as it's been senior night here. Tigers lead 42-0. There's a bunch going on here. I know Auburn, Auburn and Alabama baseball finishing up their fall ball season going on. Obviously, the football game tomorrow but uh right now it's all over and all the time here as the tigers have touched it six times six times and they have scored six times and that one will be in the back of the end zone for another touchback and jack what was that scoring drive yeah scott so very quickly for you before we get another score update actually four plays auburn goes 42 yards logan blowmeyer now the recipient of a touchdown catch central has scored to take the lead over prattville six to nothing with two and a half left in the second quarter Extra point, no good, so a 6 nothing game in Phoenix City, Scott. I'm on Lions. <laughs> hey, maybe they're a second-half team. We saw them against Opelika. They made the 14-point comeback against Auburn. They were down 27 nothing. and made that uh, just hey, – just, they, they were unbelievable yeah. in the fourth quarter last week. That, second, that was a very, very good team in the second half. That same counterplay right up the middle this time, Auburn High School and the defensive linemen get there. That's one thing that the middle of the line does have to hold up if you're going to run that counterplay. Loss of two on the play. Yeah, that was Lane Eddins that time that uh, get, gets in, makes that play. Uh, also being chased by number 10, Wyatt Trexler, that gets in on the tackle. Both of those guys identified what was happening. They, they were able to get there from the backside. They just replaced the, the, the tackle and guard that pulled and uh, just beat them to the punch. This is the most possessions I've seen in a, in a half. As this is the seventh possession of the half, and I only have 12 on my, on my chart, so <laughs> I'm going to need this game to slow down a little bit here. Th two and a half left to go. Rolling to the right is Greer. Greer sets his feet, wants to throw back, has his guy open at the 50, 45-40. Jaden Walker is able to make the tackle as that is out to the 35-yard line as that is a gain of – 48 on the play. Yeah, just a nice pass by their quarterback. Uh, they had a uh, – he rolls to the right, and they run a simple post pattern, and he just gets beyond uh, our corner out there, Jaden Walker. Uh, you know, this is kind of a – kind of get lulled to sleep a yeah. little bit when uh, they've run it, run it, and uh, just haven't had a lot of success. But that time they get beat us over the top. Nice throw and nice and nice focus there because he's running a post with the, with the roll going to the right. He's got to look out over his shoulder to, to make that catch. A nice job there. Greer has it, steps up in the pocket, looks to elude. Now he's going to be right at the line of scrimmage. His pass is tipped and almost intercepted, intercepted rather by Ty Hudson. Incomplete second down and ten. Yeah, Wyatt Trexler is able to get his big paw on that ball, knock it up, and uh, yeah, Hudson uh, was right there. You're right. Uh, just couldn't. Ty couldn't. Just reverse course. Uh, had all that momentum carried him in the opposite direction. But a nice play to knock the ball down. 42-0, Auburn High School leads here with 138 and counting. Have we already hit the rolling clock? That was wow. an incomplete pass, and the clock is a rolling. 
And uh, I think we just realized what was going on here as uh, there was a timeout that was whistled in. I think Smith Station is going to call the timeout, but uh, there was about a minute sure that rolled was. off after that incomplete pass. As, no, that, that, there, there was no timeout. There, that was an official timeout. There was no timeout given as, as basically it came down to the fact that an official realized that the clock was running. I think they put more time up on the clock. I think we were down yeah. in the 130. So and they, now they it's at 152. 152, yeah. As uh, Auburn High School has rotated in some of the backups on defense, as I was told that as soon as Auburn High thought that they could, they would. As uh, checking into the game, uh, back in the backfield, I see that Sean Longhorn as well as D. Todd back in the game as well as, as some the backup linebackers that, that have made plays throughout this drive. Tigers showing outside pressure. Greer has it, drops back, loses the ball. How are they going to call it? It is a fumble, loose ball. We'll see who comes up with it. White and black jerseys all over, and Auburn High comes up with it in the way of Marquise Washington right. as the ball just slipped out of Greer's hand with 140. Tigers will take over first and 10 at about the 43, 44-yard line. Yeah, Auburn was bringing a ton of pressure right there, and uh, just as he was going back to let go of that ball, it did slip out before that arm was coming forward. And uh, so many guys, so many black jerseys around the ball, they were able to hop on it and uh, and end that drive. We'll see if, if Auburn can get down and capitalize and maybe put one more on the board before uh, we get into halftime. Davis Harson into the game, but there are backup linemen into the game. We'll get those guys in for you. Hugh Botiford, I see, as, long as, as well as Clem Womack. Noah Branion into the game as well. Will Ward is your center. Silas Mason in, and Auburn is in a Wildcat set with Harson out to the left. And right up the middle is Flakes. As Flakes is going to run below behind his pads, get to about the 48, 47-yard line or so, gain of about four or five. Yeah, Clem Womack kind of leading the way right there, finishing his block right there next to the uh, – uh, the ball carrier and, and just a, a good job of pick, picking up a lot on first down right here. Checking in the game as well on the offensive line is Connor Black. I saw Gri or, uh, Gibson Low Ridge into the game. Davis Harson taking his time in the gun. Auburn High not in any any hurry to try to, to run a play as Tyler Flakes on that one I believe got a little bit out in front of his blocks there trying to get to the outside gain of about three on, on second and five third down and two yeah that, that's a, a big difference between Flakes and, and DV Williams is the patience to let things develop in front of you Flakes is man he is just gone as soon as the ball's in his hands and I like that you need that sometimes DV though allows things to open up and uh, and then finds the hole 30 seconds left to go here in the first half. Here comes Mason in motion. Harson, let him get reset. And Auburn High will run right behind two pullers. Flakes will have first down yardage at across the 40 as they will be right there, gain of about eight on the play. We'll see if Auburn will call this one into the half and see the signs coming from the coaches to hold up. So it will be halftime here as Auburn High will call it, call it a good half. After uh, six touchdowns uh, in six drives, Auburn High School will lead 42 to nothing here as we go to halftime. Stay with us as we will have the halftime report brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic. Tigers up a bunch here as they look to finish the regular season 9-1. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
We're live from Auburn Bank Signing Day. Angela scanning the closing documents. Looks like the competitive rate her Auburn Bank mortgage lender promised. She gets the pen, clicks it once, twice, spin move, and we have a signature. Angela Green is a first-time homeowner. With competitive rates, online applications, and hands-on mortgage lenders, the wins just feel bigger. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 403461. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olean Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. Hey guys, my name is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. As your East Alabama firearms headquarters with over a thousand guns in stock and with brand names like Browning, Beretta, and Kimber, we are sure to have a gun to meet your needs. As a locally and family owned store, Reynolds Outdoors would like to personally wish Auburn the best of luck on the football field. Visit us on Facebook and Instagram or call us at 334-745-7642. Go Tigers! Teamwork is key to winning on the football field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Tonight's game audio stream is presented by Mike Rogers for Congress, Alabama's trusted conservative. On November 8th, please vote Mike Rogers for Congress. It's halftime on your Auburn High School football station. Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Halftime at Duck Sanford Stadium in Auburn, Alabama. And the Panthers from Smith Station going at it for the past about hour or so. And thus far, folks, it has been all Auburn Tigers. Four touchdown passes by Davis Harson in the first two quarters, all two different receivers. That's just one of the many storylines on this senior night as the Tigers lead this one 42 to nothing at the half. And this halftime report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you or on the web at the orthoclinic.com. This is the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report. And this Auburn team absolutely clicking on all cylinders on offense already with 291 yards on the night. And the defense, not a whole lot more production uh, that you could get out of them, but 55 yards total by this Smith Station team, 48 of those coming on a long pass from uh, Jackson Greer to Jalen Bibbs there on the last drive by Smith Station that was eventually turned over. So Auburn absolutely firing on all cylinders tonight as we have reached the half between these two teams. Let's go ahead and get into a couple of scores around the region. Unfortunately, we don't have a whole lot of a report from uh, anything online, so we're going to do the best we can, folks. Right now, Prattville and Central, the game we are all watching, that one at the half, 6-0 Central over the Prattville Lions. Auburn needs a Prattville win in that one, and they need to hang on to a 42-point lead 
here in the second half in order to become the area champions. Elsewhere in the region, we also have Enterprise and Lee. That one hadn't been able to get an update on yet. Dothan and Jeff Davis also underway. We'll try to get updates as we move through this halftime report. Looking elsewhere around the state, Bob Jones and Hartzell, the 9-0 Hartzell Tigers, 21-10. They lead it at the half over Bob Jones trying to uh, have their first undefeated season in quite some time, Hartzell is. Uh, Hillcrest and Daphne down south in the state. Daphne up 20 to nothing over the Jaguars of Hillcrest. Hillcrest trying to make it a 500 record, but Daphne uh, looking to be too strong for that one. Tuscaloosa County over Brookwood at the half, six to nothing. Only a couple of field goals by the Wildcats. And then Gunnersville all over Albertville up north, 28 to nothing. That one in the second quarter. Once again, we are watching this Prattville Central game. Uh, Central on top of the Prattville Lions at the half, six to nothing. A touchdown run by quarterback Jalen Epps, but a missed extra point. So Prattville only down six at the half. Auburn needs a Lion win in that one. Uh, we went over the high school score. So with a whole lot, with a not much going on, let's go ahead and get into the college football scoreboard. We did mention a couple of games going on this week, and we'll go back over those now. First of all, let's get you some action from this Friday night. East Carolina and BYU out in Provo, Utah. This BYU team taking on Arkansas last week. Arkansas winning that one 52-35. But the Hogs coming into Auburn this week. And looking at this one, BYU and East Carolina once again knotted up at 10. Uh, getting close to the halftime out in Utah. Louisiana Tech and Florida International also playing down in the Sunshine State. 17-7, Louisiana Tech on top of FIU in that one. Tomorrow, you will start off your college football day with Ohio State and Penn State. That opportunity to see that one. Big noon kickoff on Fox at 11 a.m. Ohio State 15-and-a-half-point favorites in Beaver Stadium in that one. C.J. Stroud, your Heisman candidate. Throughout the day, you'll have TCU and West Virginia. Notre Dame and Syracuse. Then you'll have the big one in the plane, on the plane. Excuse me. Arkansas and Auburn get started tomorrow at 11 a.m. Arkansas. Down to a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Was it? Well, excuse me, down to a three-point favorite. Was a three-and-a-half-point favorite earlier today. That one's shrinking slowly. Oklahoma and Iowa State will also keep the action rolling at 11 a.m. Boston College and UConn. And Georgia Tech and Florida State will round out the morning hour. Miami and Virginia will get going at noon central on ESPN3. You can see some ACC action. Then at 2.30, Florida and Georgia take the primetime slot. Down in Jacksonville, UGA, a 23-and-a-half-point favorite. Sets and bid it already over 2,000 yards on the season, looking to make the Georgia Dogs 8-and-0. Bo Nix and the Cal Golden Bears will go battle, go to battle tomorrow. Oregon and the Bears get started at 2.30 on FS1. Oregon, a 17-point favorite in that one. Bo Nix, certainly a popular name around these parts, slowly working his way up the Heisman boards. Keep an eye on that one tomorrow. Oklahoma State and Kansas State also going off at 2.30. That one a big one in the Big 12. Has ramifications for championship on it. 2.30, Northwestern and Iowa in Big Ten country. Iowa an 11-point favorite in that one. The uh, Iowa Hawkeyes taking on the fighting Carter Birds, the Northwestern Wildcats. By the way, you can catch Carter Bird and I after the game tomorrow. We'll be talking about Arkansas and Auburn. You can call in and uh, give us your thoughts on the game. But Northwestern and Iowa tomorrow, sure he'll have his eye on that one. Missouri and South Carolina. South Carolina in the top 25 and three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Missouri Tigers. That will get started at 3 p.m. 
on SEC Network. Down south in the Alabama three, uh, excuse me, down in South Alabama at 3 p.m. on ESPNU. It is South Alabama and Arkansas State. Check that. That's actually going on at Arkansas State, so that'll be in Jonesboro, Arkansas. The Jags, nine-point favorites in that one. Kentucky and Tennessee get going in Nayland Stadium at 6 o'clock. USC and Arizona out in Pac-12 country at 6. UAB uh, also in the state gets Florida Atlantic at 6. And then in the nightcap, Michigan State and Michigan. Baylor and Texas Tech, Pittsburgh and uh, North Carolina. And finally out west, it's Stanford and UCLA. While we've got just a couple more minutes here uh, on the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, let's get into the statistics from this one tonight. We told you Auburn already with 291 yards. They started off the night with a big eight-play uh, Let's see, eight play, I'm going to take a minute to do a little math here. Okay, eight play, 65-yard drive capped off by a 10-yard run by D.V. Williams who punches it in his first of two of the night. Then on the very next drive, D.V. Williams does get that second one, another 10-yard run in for a touchdown. Third drive, Jack Hudson from Davis Harson from 50 yards out, make it 21 to nothing. Then on the next drive, Marcellus Josephson takes a screen pass from Harson into the end zone. On the next drive, yet another touchdown pass from Davis Harson to Tyler McKinnell sharing the love tonight in the touchdown arena. And then finally, Harson hits Blomeyer. Logan Blomeyer from 10 yards out for the final touchdown of the half. Tigers score on every drive except the last drive in which they elected to go ahead and take it into the half. 291 yards of offense. Davis Harson, 12 for 15 for 174 yards, four touchdowns. D.B. Williams with seven carries for 51 yards and two touchdowns. Tyler Flakes, five carries, 38 yards. Ian Nation does have two carries for 22 yards. And also, while we're staying on Ian Nation, two catches for 23 yards. That puts him seven catches away from, I believe it's the career receptions record for the Auburn High School uh, record book. So keeping an eye on that one in the second half. Finally, to run down these statistics for the Auburn Tigers, Marcellus Josephson with two catches for 34 yards and a touchdown. Logan Blomeyer, two catches for 18 yards and a touchdown. Griffin McLean, one catch for 16 yards. Silas Mason gets in on the action tonight. The tight end gets a catch for six yards. Uh, Jack Hudson with the big 50-yard touchdown catch from Harson, And then finally, on the receiving end of things, had to type this one in earlier. This was new. Eric Patrick gets his first reception as an Auburn Tiger. Doesn't go for any yardage, but he does get to get put down in the record books. Once again, 42 to nothing at the half. Auburn all over Smith Station. And uh, wow, from halftime in Montgomery, from the Crampton Bowl, Lee is on top of Enterprise, 18 to 15. What a score as Enterprise has to win that game to make the playoffs. Seemed to be, uh, seemed to be something that Enterprise would go in and take care of business in. Lee is winning that one by three at the half. Wow, what a big upset that one would be. Well, while the band is getting ready out on the field, about nine and a half minutes or so uh, until we get back underway, so we'll go ahead and send it to break on the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report. Come back, get you some thoughts from Scott Bagwell and Rob Pate. Hopefully, we'll get an interview with Keith Etheridge at halftime on the Auburn High School Sports Network. This, this, this is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you or on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Once again, the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, 
Turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Kia of Auburn invites you to see our great selection of vehicles. The Kia brand offers something for everyone at almost any budget. Multi-purpose vehicles like the Carnival, Sportage, Sorento, or Telluride. You prefer a sedan? Check out the Rio, Forte, Soul, or the Sporty Stinger. Looking for fuel efficiency? We have many hybrids to choose from and even our amazing electric EV models. No matter which Kia model you choose, you will receive remarkable performance along with our outstanding warranty. Kia of Auburn, where you are always number one. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you, you get the best of both worlds, low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. The Auburn High Halftime Show continues. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic on Wings 94.3. Welcome back to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care. Locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you online at theorthoclinic.com. Scott Bagwell here with Rod Pate. And uh, I know Coach Etheridge was say he was looking for a four-quarter game. It's probably going to be tough. Because uh, Auburn's going to play a bunch of backups, which is a good thing. But um, those two quarters were probably as good of a, as good as as any coach could ask for. I'm not sure any coach can find a whole lot negative about those two quarters of football we just saw from an Auburn standpoint. Uh, they will try as hard as they possibly can to do that. But you're right. I mean, that, that was the best half of football we've seen out of Auburn this season. And uh, you know, all the things we talked about in the pregame, playing clean being able to dominate and control the line of scrimmage. I mean, we, we saw that uh, run the ball at will. We saw Davis Harson throws for uh, just some spectacular balls, uh, really distributed the ball to multiple receivers. Special teams was solid. I mean, it was just in every phase of the game, it was total domination from, from Auburn High School. And when you're getting ready to, to, to start a playoff run and, and you know that you're going to come back into this venue next week and, and play a, a really good football team, uh, that, that's exactly the type of performance that you needed. And uh, we talked about this weird winding road that we have seen um, that we have seen uh, all year, basically since week three when this Smith team beat Prattville. Uh, and now it's starting to show its head again in the in the last week on the road, Enterprise at Lee down at halftime. That's a game that the Wildcats, if they win, they're the three. If they lose, they're out because uh, they lost to Prattville. So that means Pratt, if Prattville loses to, to Central – Prattville become or uh, Prattville has the head-to-head over Enterprise, and Dothan, if they beat Jeff Davis, Dothan will be the three, Prattville will be the four. 
nobody expected Enterprise to drop a game to Lee, but it just goes to show high school kids and playing on the road this year in this region have been very, very difficult. Oh, it's a tough region, and, and you're right. It has been topsy-turvy, and, and when you, you say all that, you leave out the fact that a team that won't even make the playoffs in Opelika beat the top-ranked team in the uh, in the division right now. So I mean, it's uh, it is crazy, and uh, you got to bring it uh, every every single week if you want to, uh, to to make a playoff run. So you know, it'll, it'll I don't remember a season where we, there's been so much uncertainty on the last Friday night. Yeah. You know, all the way up, the, the, you know, uh, from third to fourth. I mean, there's a lot of teams that are still battling for uh, for, for getting into the playoffs. It's uh, it's just it's been something else. And it's feel like it's been every single week there's been a score that's come across Twitter or something, and we've all looked at each other in the press box and be like, well, what the heck is this? <laughs> I, um, know. I remember sitting in this stadium when we got the Prattville-Smith Station final saying, well, what happened there? And then I remember walking out after we beat Jeff Davis and Opelika beat Central. And then I remember the next week it was Prattville beating Opelika. It was, it, it was, it's been a different team involved every single time. It's, it's been something something, something just kind of, yeah. I mean. Dothan, I, I, Dothan yeah. has had some surprising games. Enterprise will look, uh, you know, really good one week and then lose a baffling game the next. So it's, uh, it's going to be, a, it's gonna be a, a fight to the finish right here for, uh, for playoff seating. Uh, before we send it down to Jack, we're going to take our next break. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the Orthopedic Clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointments today. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Teamwork is key to winning on the football field. At University Ace, teamwork is key to our success too. Hi, David Fittner here, owner of University Ace Hardware. We're proud to be your family-owned and operated neighborhood helpful place, serving the community since 2013. Our mission, serve both in-store and in the community. Getting a customer for life is like winning a state championship. University Ace, next to the movie theater in Auburn. University Ace is proud to support the Auburn High Tigers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank and Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the place for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Your Auburn High School football station, Wings 94-3. Welcome back to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. As I think 
Uh, see, Coach is talking with an official, and now Jack looks like he's going to have Coach, so we'll send it down to Jack. Jack, take it away. Yes, sir. All right, Scott, down here with Coach Keith Etheridge. Coach, 42 to nothing. Can't do a whole lot better than that in the first half. Yeah, our kids played great. You know, they, they had a couple of turnovers deep in our territory that we were able to capitalize on, you know. We're going to get some young guys in here, get them some playing time. Uh, I think most of our seniors have got to play on senior night, so it's a, it's, it's a good thing. You know? Yeah, definitely so. And you, yeah. yeah, and your passing game has, has certainly done the, the brunt of the work tonight. 291 total yards of offense in the first half. Uh, what was working for you? What did you see in the first half that helped you do it? I think our offensive line played great the first half. I think, uh, you know, Davis threw the ball well and, and controlled the offense. I think that our running backs got downhill, you know, um, and the receivers caught the ball. You know, we got good separation on routes, and um, I, I think that every everything was clicking. That's as clean of a first half that we played all year. Coach, I know you want to focus on yourself in a game like this, but at the same time, it's impossible not to score watch, uh, scoreboard watch, that is. You've got Prattville down by six at Central right now at the half. Enterprise losing to Lee right now, 18 to 15. I know you need some help there. Has it been difficult for you guys to just kind of focus on your business, or have you guys been able to do it pretty well? Yeah, I don't care what they're doing. <laughs> We're doing well. Uh, we're going to, you know, it, it is going to be what it is. You know, I think that we just got to take care of Auburn High School and we do that, we'll be fine. I, it, it, it is pretty interesting, some of those scores, though, now that you've said it. <laughs> yeah, well, and one more question for you. I know Rob Pate wanted to know, with everybody else catching touchdowns, he wants to know if he's going to get to catch a touchdown tonight. <laughs> Rob's caught a bunch of touchdowns. <laughs> I think I'm going to leave it to these kids because he's caught his share. I remember hearing him at Irwin High School. <laughs> there it is. All right, Rob, I don't know if any pass is coming your way tonight. <laughs> Well, that is Coach Keith Etheridge, uh, Coach Go Tigers, and uh, we'll see you in the second half. We'll see you after the game. Scott and Rob, back up to you guys. Thanks, Jack. Sorry, Rob. You're no, uh, that's no. okay. That's okay. <laughs> hey, Coach had a – he had a – before he got to Oxford, man, he, he used to – he had a great team over at Leeds High School. Oh, too. he, he wore four, won four state titles over at Lee and, yes, uh, Leeds and uh, – yeah, he, and, that, and that's my area. So, yeah. we, we played Leeds every year. So, I, I've known Coach Etheridge for a long time. As, uh, as Leeds undefeated once again, as uh, they, they got a big win not too long ago. That's going to wrap up or a couple of weeks ago in like it was an undefeated matchup against Moody, I believe it was. It was a 14-13 game as, uh, as Leeds is rocking and rolling once again. That's going to wrap up the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, and this is the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Joe Biden's administration is out of control and they are pushing the radical socialist views on us. They want to change our nation by putting us in debt to pay for their socialist Green New Deal, opening our borders to millions of illegal immigrants and hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to harass and audit hardworking Alabama families. But Mike Rogers is our way of fighting back. Mike Rogers is endorsed by President Trump to fight every day to make government accountable and stop unconstitutional mandates to build a growing economy based on opportunity and hard work to build a strong national defense and to protect our deeply held values like the right to life and our Second Amendment. Mike Rogers continues to fight for our America First agenda. Mike Rogers is our trusted Alabama conservative. Mike Rogers is our way of fighting back. On November 8th, please vote for Mike Rogers for Congress. This is Mike Rogers and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Rogers for Congress, P.O. Box 1113, Aniston, Alabama 36202. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. 
Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gouchecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Tonight's game audio stream is presented by Mike Rogers for Congress, Alabama's trusted conservative. On November 8th, please vote Mike Rogers for Congress. Now, let's get back to the action. It's time to kick off the second half of Auburn High Football on Wings 94.3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Jeff Code Trant, Auburn Bank, Kia of Auburn, University Ace Hardware, and Gouge Performing Arts Center. Auburn High will return and I wanted to see if Auburn was going to do it, and they are back deep to return, standing at about the 15 to the 10-yard line, number 29, Omar Mapson, the ninth grader, is back deep to return. Now, the the, the expectation is that Smith Station is going to boot it down the sideline. We'll see what happens. As uh, the freshman who uh, who I got to coach last year, and uh, he, we saw him in the, in the uh, spring game against Ufala, Bright young future for Omar Mapson, uh, the running back in ninth grade. The legend, man. I have heard, <laughs> heard about Omar Mapson from my kids, and I, I know Omar. I've actually got to coach him in baseball, uh, but that he was probably a fifth grader at that time. So uh, uh, great to see, excited to see what uh, he can do with the ball in his hands. We'll see if he gets an opportunity to get some run in at uh, running back this week. Ian Nation and Logan Blomeyer back with him. That one is kicked. Uh, away from Omar and all the returners, and is going to bounce into the end zone, all that hype, and it's a touchback. <laughs> Auburn will take over first and 10 at the 20-yard line. Uh, he, he did show some acceleration getting over there to try to get to it. So uh, I'm just glad to see that uh, that, that he, he is he, a real he, thing. He is, yes, there he is. He went through a spring ball with Auburn High School, so and, and the plan all along was to call him up at uh, – in the playoffs, and, and here he is after finishing uh, his ninth grade season earlier this year, or earlier this week, rather, against uh, against Charles Henderson. Colin Long checks into the game as Auburn is in a two-tight end set as the play clock gets down to 10. Here comes Mason in motion, and it's going to be a pop pass to Mason, puts a foot in the ground. The tight end shows some burst. Or so some burst and some agility, first down yardage, gain of 15 on the little pop pass and the catch for Silas Mason. He did. He, he's a good athlete. You can already tell. He's made some good catches tonight. That time he uh, sees the hole, has great vision, gets north and south, and, uh, man, he was probably seven, eight yards down the field before they ever put a hand on him. I got the opportunity to coach Silas when he was in eighth grade, and he played receiver, running back, tight end, any and everything that you want to do. He's a catcher on the baseball team and uh, just an outstanding kid. Tyler McKendall into the game at uh, tight end as he'll kind of run that split flow zone, re or zone uh, inside zone there, gain of a couple on the play for Flakes, second down and seven. Yeah, one more thing on Silas. I've noticed that uh, on the hands team, he's a guy that's out there front and center. So the coaches are going to put kids on that team yeah. when it matters most that they have a lot of belief in that uh, that's an athlete that uh, can take a, 
a lick. And, and so I know that this coaching staff thinks highly of him. Amari and Warren and, and get some low, uh, low ridge are into the game. Here comes Mason once again. He's going to get it once again on the pot pass. He puts his foot in the ground, breaks the tackle, bounce off of one guy. Now he's going to carry another guy across the 50 to about the 48-yard line. Gain of 14 on the play as Mason normally tied in. He's now running the slot right now for this Tigers offense. Uh, and looks very <laughs> confident and uh, comfortable executing it. That's uh, And does a good job at the end of that play. I, that, he's not a guy that handles the ball very often. I think I looked at the stats at halftime, and he had two catches coming into this game. Uh, but the way that he just uh, covers that ball up at the end of that run as they try to rip at it and see if they can't create a turnover, he, he covered it well. Two-by-one set here for the Tigers. As inside zone once again to, to Flakes as he tries to cut, and he's going to get about four, maybe five on the play. Brings up a second down at about six as McKinnell split across the action. Into the game, Hugh Bodiford as well as Clem Womack, Will Ward, Connor Black, and Noah Branion, your five linemen into the game. Yeah, and, and so it's different for Tyler Flakes because you've got five brand-new guys up front. The, the way that those seams are created, how much push you're typical, typically used to. I mean, all those things change now that you've got five more guys, so he'll have to adapt to that. 9.48 and counting left to go here in the second quarter. McKinnell goes in motion. Here comes here comes once again Mason, and it's going to be Davis Harson on the keep across the 40 to about the 39-yard line, gain of five on the play, third down and short coming. And you think about Davis Harson. I mean, you, you turn the tape on whoever Auburn plays next week, and you see this guy, and you think, man, that's a great player. And then you say he's the part-time quarterback. Yeah. That's the luxury you have at Auburn High School. It's just unbelievable. Tigers are going to run zone read. Harson keeps it at the 30, 25, splits the defense, 10, 5. Touchdown, Davis Harson from 39 yards out. The Tigers make it 48 to nothing with the PAT pending. Yeah, as we're saying, I mean, there you go. You, you turn it on and say, man, that kid is really good. And and, and there's another one there that, uh, that that is just as good. And yeah. so that's, uh, that's just – that's just nice. That's a treasure to have. And uh, made a great read right there. It goes untouched um, for the touchdown. Eight possessions for Auburn High School, seven touchdowns. The other one was the, the possession right before the end of the half. 9.09 left to go here in the third quarter. Will Best on to attempt the PAT. Kick is up, and that kick is good. 49-0, Tigers lead. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. Welcome back. Tigers lead 49-0. Just a potential update. If Auburn High School is the two, it will be against Fairhope, and their quarterback in the first half this week against Briarwood. 20 of 20 for 132 and two touchdowns along with 70 rushing yards on 11 carries. That is Caden Creel, who I've been told and I've heard about him, is a heck of an athlete, and th those are some pretty darn impressive numbers in the first half 
uh, for Fairhope uh, playing in Birmingham tonight. There's a return coming from the one-yard line, trying to go the far side. Auburn High School's uh, kick cover unit, the best it's been on the night, as that's going to be tackled down at about the 12 or 13-yard line. Yeah, that was Jackson Graham that I saw that uh, came up and, and forced the, uh, the the returner to cut that ball back up. Uh, he, he maintained outside leverage and, and made a good open field tackle inside the 15-yard Jackson Graham, nice job by that senior covering that kickoff. As Jack has the drive summary. Jack, go ahead. Quickly, Scott. Uh, so the drive summary, excuse me, very quickly, Scott. Um, six plays, 75 yards, a touchdown run by Davis Harson. Uh, really important, though, update on Central and Prattville. Cameron Richardson. Hold on, Jack. There's, that ball is loose as Auburn High School is going to recover it and they're going to push for an end zone. Are they in? No. Down at the one-yard line as Auburn High School recovers the fumble. And, and Nate Payne got it. And Auburn High will take over right at the one-yard line. Jack, go ahead. Apologize for that, Scott. I know I'm dancing around here. Uh, so on, in the Central Prattville game, as that fumble happens on our field, uh, Prattville has marched down the field to the Central 17-yard line. They're setting up for a field goal attempt right now to try and cut that to 6-3. to three. Back to you, Scott. Thanks, Jack. As uh, Sorry, I had to turn you down on the field mic, so that just messed up the levels on your mic now. We're getting those adjusted now. Uh, Prattville had the ball as they were driving earlier inside the red zone and then came away with no points on that one. As Auburn High School is will take over at the one-yard line, inside handoff to Flakes. Flakes into the end zone is uh, handing it off at the quarterback position for Auburn High School. Now is Jackson Kilgore as Flakes plunges in from a yard out 56 to nothing or 55 to nothing. Yeah, just one more time, that Auburn defense creating a turnover. And, again, this, the Smith Station quarterback has a has the ball slip out of his hands as they had actually created a wrinkle off of that play, Scott, that they were so successful with earlier where they pulled the guard and tackle. They were going to throw a pass off of it, and the ball just completely slips out of his hand. Auburn's Johnny on the spot to pick it up and, and create a touchdown out of it. Will Best on to attempt the PAT. That one is, is up and good. 8.47 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers have scored – uh, eight touchdowns on nine times touching the ball in the lead, 56-0. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. A little bit of normalcy back in the region. Enterprise is taking the lead early in the third quarter there. 22-18, Enterprise leads lead. They need that game. They need to win that game to advance to the playoffs, where they would be the three seed. Will Best will kick that one off, and it will land two yards deep. And, Jack, I think I get this one for you. I think it went. It was a play and a yard for, for Flakes and a touchdown. You are right on the money with that one, Scott. One play, one yard from Tyler Flakes after the big 19-yard uh, fumble recovery by that Auburn defense. Uh, Scott, I don't know who got that fumble. I'm trying to figure that out. Who got that fumble? It was Nate Payne, wasn't it? It was Payne. All right. Well, there you go. One play, one yard for a touchdown by Tyler Flakes. As Auburn High has sending in a, a bunch of subs, and we will work to get these names onto the air 
as uh, Auburn High School dressed 135 kids here tonight. Wow. On is uh, on at corner is uh, LaMichael Gunn, number 15, to the near side. And a sweep there and coming in from the inside linebacker making a play is number 10, uh, Wyatt Trexler, as he's been fantastic on special teams and really looked the part there at middle linebacker. Yeah, you, you can already tell that as you lead into next season that he's going to be a guy that will step in and fill the role of, of one of these seniors that will rotate out. He'll be the next Auburn linebacker that's a downhill attacking, um, you know, just presence in the middle of that Auburn defense. He, he, he's, he is primed to, uh, to break out for that. Ty Hudson also into the game at linebacker. The, the last linebacker on there is Jackson Graham, who has played well tonight. Yeah, he has. Two-by-two two set for Smith Station as they make a change at quarterback, and it's a handoff to the back as it's going to be big yardage on second and 11, gain of about eight to set up a third down and about two as Caleb King, or Kyle King, rather, is in at nose guard along with Caleb Crawford. Also into the game at defensive end is number 96, Price McWhorter, a senior. Also Nate Payne. Auburn High School showing outside pressure. Inside handoff, no, kept, but backside pressure by Wyatt Trexler there. It's going to be a loss of two or three on the play, and it's going to be punting time for Smith Station. Yeah, you know, Smith Station thought that uh, that was likely going to be a, an opportunity to get a first down conversion, which I, I don't – I think they may have two tonight. It's not many. And uh, that time just Wyatt Trexler comes unblocked off the uh, edge and uh, just with a lot of authority makes that play behind the line of scrimmage. Well, Prattville was lining up for a field goal, and, and, and evidently they did not hit it. And then on the other end of that one, it was blocked for a touchdown. Yeah, because, of course, it was. Central leads 13-0. <laughs> Line drive punt, and Ian Nation will scoop it up, and he will return it to this side and will break one tackle, and he's into the open. Watch out, folks. He's at the 40, he's at the 50, cuts back across the grain, and then runs into one of his own guys, and he's going to have a nice return out to about the 41, 42-yard line. He did, man. Made a nice, nice job of reversing field, getting down the, the uh, Smith Station sideline, and then he took a big hit from uh, one of the one of the linemen. He ran into a wall at uh, right about the 42-yard line. But uh, good job of uh, of just hidden yardage right there, getting that ball. It was bouncing around. It was going to take a big Smith Station roll, and uh, and he salvaged some right there. End of the game for the Tigers. Pot pass to Amarion Warren. He gets to the outside, and he's going to get hit hard out of bounds as he makes the catch there. Also into the game at quarterback is uh, number nine, Jackson Kilgore. The running back is number 15, Jaden Griffin. You can see these Auburn offensive uh, coaches wanting to, wanting to get those uh, receiving yards yeah. up. You know, <laughs> Pat, throw that thing forward a little bit. Typically, you just run the ball in this situation, and essentially that is a running play, but – down in the books, it goes as passing yardage. Jay Alexander into the game at receiver as Auburn is, is working the clock now. Under six minutes left to go in the third quarter. Jackson Kilgore taking his time as he'll call for it, and he wants a little hitch to Jay Alexander. Alexander has a burst. First down yardage across the 30 to the 28-yard line or so, gain of about 11 on the play. Yeah, I think that was just a read by uh, uh, by Kilgore because number 66, Clem Womack, I mean, he just absolutely destroyed the guy that he was blocking down the field. And uh, 
I think he yeah. thought that that was going to be a run play. I think that must have been an RPO. But Jaden Warren into the game as well as number 67, uh, Chase Nellums into the game at uh, offensive line as there is. Looks like that the injured Smith Station player is up and ready to go. Colin Long still into the game as uh, also um, Tigers have, have rotated heavily and um, making sure that they get as many people in as they can. And as we get closer to the scoring, look, I, I expect Auburn to look for some seniors to try to get them into the end zone. Kilgore taking his time, as I'm sure the offensive lineman is not happy right now because <laughs> they have to sit in this three-point yeah. stance for about uh, 15 more seconds. Yeah, Jackson needs to just give those guys more time yeah. and, and let them know. But. And Jackson Kilgore tried to keep it, pulled it out of the pocket a little bit too early for Jaden Griffin, and I think Griffin wanted it. And uh, Kilgore tried to pull it out. Ball ends up on the dirt, and the Tigers will fumble their first turnover on the night. Yep, just a uh, you know poor execution right there at that mesh point. And um, uh, hard for me to tell whether or not Jackson – I, th I think, think he just wanted to get to the edge on that yeah. one and outrun that defender. And I think Jaden thought he was going to have a, yeah. a nice run up the middle and the defensive end was crashing down, and Jackson probably would have had a nice run if he would have kept it. Either way, it probably would have been a nice play. But as opposed to it, they kind of fight over the ball, ends up being a, a ball on the, on the ground, and uh, it will be the first turnover of the night as the tenth for the tenth time tonight Smith Station takes over. This time from their own 31-yard line. Greer has it once again, makes the guy miss into open field, and he will slide down, not a baseball player, and it will be a gain of about 15 or 16 on the play. Yeah, he may have some carpet burn on those knees right there. He's going to be thankful for that those tights or long socks he has on because that was a double knee slide right before the, the midfield marker there. Did a good job of, of getting around the, uh, the sophomore middle linebacker there, Ty Hudson. Uh, good athletic play by the Smith Station quarterback. Same defense onto the field for the Tigers as last drive. Delvin Torver into the game at linebacker as well for the Tigers. I'll get the safeties because that looks like those have changed. Torver close in from the backside, but the defensive end got chased down. With that said, the linebackers scraped over really well as that was Hudson and Trexler once again. Yeah, it was. And also number 11, Sean Lawhorn gets in from the corner position and uh, – does a good job in run force. That's not an easy thing for a for a corner because those guys are coming at you. They're bigger. You got linebackers and defensive ends running in your direction. That's going to hit you and carry you, their momentum into you. And uh, he shows uh, uh, just a lot of fortitude to step up and make a nice play. DJ Witcher into the game as well. Launched the little hitch route. Wow, nice catch there by the receiver who lost his feet. He ended up making the catch right as he then hit face first on the turf. And that will be first down yardage. Nope. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's going to be first down yardage. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good catch. And uh, similar play that uh, Coleman Granberry had the interception on. Uh, he, he was able to recognize it and step in front of it in the first half. That time Smith Station gets the execution for, uh, for a first down. Jackson Mills checks out. Gain of uh, about eight on the play. Sorry, Jack. I don't know who called it. I've stopped trying to track Smith Station's players. I don't have a roster that I trust. <laughs> two by two set here for the Panthers, and that'll be a delay of the game. I think it was 48 on the catch. Um, 
Uh, we'll go Courtney Logan maybe. Um, again, I, I found a couple of different rosters uh, looking for Smith Station's uh, numbers on, on the uh, on the, the week. 56 nothing is our score. Three and a half left to go here in the third quarter as the clock will run first down and 15. Coming now for the Panthers after the delay of the game. Yeah, these are important minutes for, for a lot of these guys. I mean, they, they want to get out here and they want to try to preserve a shutout. They want to show that uh, that they're capable of playing at a high level when they're called upon, and, you know, they're doing just that. Inside read, and it's kind of the midline, or either that the defensive lineman just came free. Gain of one on the play, second down and 14 coming up. The other thing is, is there's a lot of young guys on here, guys that are going to be on the team next year. Uh, they're not guaranteed to have many more minutes as the playoffs start next week. Uh, right. Need to make up advantage of it as much as you can. I see Amias Greathouse into the game as well. Um, at defensive line. Also the corner down here, Mike Gunn, good-looking uh, young Soft, player yeah. right here, sophomore, built like a, a tall, rangy defensive back. Dad played football at Auburn University, Marquise Gunn. Wants the go route, Gunn, the corner, finds the ball, makes the pick. No, it's going to be a pick, or it's going to be a pass interference. As uh, as Gunn was physical at the top of the route, came back, made the play, but two flags are going out as the Mar as uh, Mike got a little bit too handsy on yeah. the play. Yeah, I think it was just because the ball was underthrown. Uh, he was in good position, but as the receiver tried to to break back to the ball and threw him, he tried to uh, to hold him back, and and both officials throw the flag. But uh, you can still see the athleticism. He ran stride for stride. He was in outstanding position, but it's the experience or the inexperience of uh, just having to defend the play in that position on a Friday night. Uh, he, he's, he, he, you can tell he's going to be a good player. As uh, Mike is uh, also a JV basketball player, the JV basketball season gets started next Thursday, 5.30, as Auburn will host Carver. It'll be JV boys and varsity boys only. Varsity girls had to uh, cancel that game because uh, a lot of the varsity girls team is on the flag football team who will be at Central on Thursday night. Wow. So Auburn High will, will get basketball started November 3rd against Carver. If you're in the area, come on out. Plenty of tickets. On, look for them through GoFan. Tigers show blitz. Hudson peels off and underneath a little bit too high for his receiver. Incomplete there. It'll be a second down and ten. Yeah, good job by Ty Hudson of scraping to to uh, to a contained position, and then uh, uh, they had a guy that was open that he just just sailed it on. But um, as it'll be 146 left to go here. Dawson Price checked into the game at defensive line for Auburn High School, and Delvin Torver your outside backer in a three-by-one set. Drops back is Greer. He wanted to run a quarterback draw. Hudson came free and then cleaning it up. Oh, there is the, the sophomore defense alignment, Kyle King. Third down and long coming. Yeah, you're exactly right. Two sophomores that uh, create havoc in the backfield with Hudson coming unblocked and uh, making the quarterback kind of declare where he's going to go. And then uh, who did you say, 68? That's Kyle, Kyle King. King. Yeah, yeah, he does a good job of uh, just getting off of the block and then forcefully taking the quarterback down. Michael Foster, a 10th grader, checks in at defensive end on this third down and about 14. 
He'll be in a two-point stance. They'll run a roll right and gets pressure. Ball loose. As Is this going to be an incomplete pass? It will be an incomplete pass. I think that is the correct call. Greer went to throw it, and the ball just slips out of his hand. And that ball's out. I think the ball is out by the time that his arm starts going forward. Yeah. Nice pressure there by Foster and Ty Hudson, and it's going to be a fourth down at about 14. Yeah, he's had all kinds of trouble tonight with that. That's the third time that's happened, and uh, uh, the first two, the first two were ruled fumbles, and that one there was uh, was ruled an incomplete pass. But man, he's really struggled with that. I say that because I was able to look over to our right and find the, uh, the the replay provided by AHS Mass Media, and they had a pretty good shot of it. Show that the ball was still in the hand when he started to bring the arm forward. Fourth down and about 13 as Smith Station wants to make sure that they get exactly what they want, and timeout is called. We'll take it with them. 58, point, 58 seconds left to go here. And the Tigers lead 56 to nothing. We're in the third quarter. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes. Plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for next semester. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Fourth down coming here for Smith Station checking in the game at defensive end for the Tigers is number 80, Landon Grubbs. He's a varsity basketball player as well. Smith in the gun, and Greer rolls out and wants a throwback, and that's a fumble because they were looking for a lineman. Auburn's got to make the tackle and finally does, and who is it? Yep, it's, it's Wyatt Trexler who has been all over the field. As, as Smith Station goes into the Auburn High School playbook, they tried the tackle throwback, and to be honest with you, if they get it to him, it would have been close. Um, uh, but Auburn High had uh, the throw was a little bit short, and Auburn High able to recover. First down, Tigers. Uh, that was an athletic tackle that they were trying to throw the ball to. He moved really well. Trent Pearson, senior offensive lineman for Smith Station, uh, but, yeah, you wonder, had Auburn not tried that throwback, it kind of reminds me of the Opelika game where Opelika yeah. tries the uh, uh, the old fake punt after Auburn gets away with a fake field goal. Um, that time just not able to execute for Smiths. 11th time Auburn High School has had the ball here tonight. As once again, Tigers are, are running down the clock. Jackson, you can run the play. The clock's not running. <laughs> As inside give, as Jaden Griffin's going to bounce outside, and he gets the corner. He's at the 50, 45, 40, and he's going to be hit hard Ooh. and out of bounds. And, in fact, the referee goes with him. They're going to wind the clock and stop it, and we'll make sure that the official is okay. 25 yards on the carry. Good job out here on the, on the perimeter by the, uh, by the receiver, allowing Griffin to get the edge there. And then, yeah, That's, that, that – uh, <laughs> that uh, official man, he he yeah. he's lucky he didn't blow out a knee there. Uh, Daryl Gibbs, the receiver on the um, on the uh, on the block. Yeah, it's good block by him. I believe all or uh, I believe that the uh, clock will be set to wind. 
Auburn will have to run. It's kind of – yeah, Auburn's going to have to run one more play. Maybe not. Well, yeah, Auburn is going to run it, and Jaden Griffin's going to put his foot in the ground. He's going to break one tackle, almost break a second, and he's going to pick up five yards on the last play of the third quarter. We'll go to the fourth, 56 to nothing. Tigers rolling. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Not just our branches, but our roots are here. We were established in Opelika, Alabama in 1964. Our staff, board, and supervisory committee members are long-term local folks that you know, and our members are our owners. So if you are looking for a financial institution with stability, convenience, and competitive rates and lower fees, come join our financial family at Four Seasons Federal Credit Union. Accounts federally insured by NCUA. Subject to membership approval, equal opportunity lender. Ask for more details. Is there anything more important than preserving your family memories? At Camera Graphics, that is our business. From the complete line of Canon, Nikon, or Sony cameras and accessories to professional printing to the area's finest custom frame shop, we can help you choose the right equipment, teach you to use it, print your pictures, and frame them too. Camera Graphics is also your source for any type of video transfer services. From old 8mm movies to VCR tapes or just videos clogging up your phone, we can preserve those memories for you. We also offer the highest quality photocopying and restoration services. Come by today or check us out on the web at cameragraphics.net. Classic hits and Auburn High School football. Wings 94-3. Last quarter of the regular season here for Auburn High School as Auburn High leads this one 56 to nothing. They have the ball first and 10 at the 31-yard line. Score update from Central from Phoenix City. Central is driving against Prattville. Looks like the Red Devils are going to put that one away. as Colin Long into the game at tight end. It'll be an inside handoff to Anthony Wheat. Anthony Wheat will get hit a couple of yards past the line of scrimmage, gain of about four on second down and six. It's going to be a third down and short. Yeah, no no timidity in his game. I mean, he slams up in there over left tackle and uh, pushes that pile forward. They run over uh, the, the side of, of Clem Womack, who is really impressing me tonight just with the – physicality he plays with, but uh, just the technique. Uh, you can tell that uh, he is going to grow into a big body and be a guy that uh, is going to be a force to deal with, but also 73, Aaron, Aaron Streetman, Streetman over there. Yeah, Aaron Streetman into the game at left guard, the senior. Inside handoff to Wheat. Wheat puts his foot in the ground, and he runs hard. First down yardage, and that play moves Auburn High School into the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Checking in now at running back after that nice run by Anthony Wheat is number 20, Mikkel Emmons. And if you watch 73 on this play, Streetman, he gets a pancake. He drives his guy about seven yards deep. And he was and happy when he, he stood sure up. He sure was. He sure was. He should be. I, w I remember reading a, uh, a story when uh, Hugh Nall was the offensive line coach, and when they get a, would get a pancake, the offensive line would go back to the huddle saying one cake, two cake, blue cake, red cake, or something like that. <laughs> Evidently, there was some linemen who said it about every single game. Inside hands off to Ammons as he's going to be hit and will be spun around and throw down. Uh, no gain on the play, second down and 10 coming up. Number 20. Tim, du Tim Duckworth, I think, was the name that I heard that used to say that one a lot. Well, those were, those were some good offensive lines. They back in the uh, the early parts of the 2000s when Auburn High School was or Auburn University rather was a a a powerful powerful run game and mm -hmm. offensive line. 
with some big, big fullbacks, big yeah. uh, Brandon, Brandon Johnson. Johnson. Uh, Man, he was a yeah. He was a load. Heath Evans. Inside handoff to Ammons trying to get oh. outside, and oh. he loses his feet, and they will say that he was on the ground before uh, before uh, the ball came out. Third down and 12 coming on, and Omar Mapson will check in. Also checking in is number 14, Charlie Ward at receiver. Charlie Ward. Yeah, first time that uh, when I was coaching him in eighth grade, I found out his name, and I mentioned the Heisman Trophy winner. He had no clue. <laughs> That's and NBA player. Yeah. Really, the first time Auburn's had a third and long all night. And it's an inside give to Omar. Omar makes one guy miss, makes a second guy miss, puts his foot in the ground. And for the first time in his varsity career, he will be – is he in the end zone? No. Short of the goal line, down at the one-yard line, a gain of 20 on third down and 12, first and goal from the one coming. Yeah, that was a great run by Omar. He shows vision. He shows speed. He shows strength. And I can see why, uh, um, you know, he, he is mythical in, uh, in these parts. Uh, that was a uh, just a that's a fantastic run. Great job of that offensive line, and on third and, and twelve, uh, just a, a simple handoff to your lone tailback, and, and he's able to uh, to get it all the way down to the one. Kilgore runs over to the sideline to get the play as he will tell everybody what is going on. Omar lines up off to the right. Now Mapson moves to the left as the defense alignment jumped. Aaron Streetman followed, and a lot of people started moving. And that should probably be a false start against Auburn, and we'll move it back to about the uh, six-yard line. And now Mapson will check out. Anthony Wheat will check in. The junior checks in. As Kilgore is taking his time, making sure the clock is running, and now he'll – Get started in his cadence. Inside give to Wheat. Wheat presses outside, puts a foot in the ground, and Anthony Wheat, for the first time in his Auburn high school career, pushes into the end zone from six yards out, and the Tigers lead 62 to nothing. Yeah, good good run by Anthony because he does expand that hole right there. He makes that uh, uh, linebacker, the outside linebacker for Smith, just over-pursue, and as soon as he sees that, he, uh, he cuts back against the grain and, and goes in virtually untouched. Tigers have had 11 possessions, and they have scored nine touchdowns on the night. Wow. A fumble and the end of the half. Kick is up, and that kick is good by Will Best. Eight minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. Auburn High School leads 63 to nothing. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Kia of Auburn invites you to see our great selection of vehicles. The Kia brand offers something for everyone at almost any budget. Multi-purpose vehicles like the Carnival, Sportage, Sorento, or Telluride. You prefer a sedan? Check out the Rio, Forte, Soul, or the Sporty Stinger. Looking for fuel efficiency? We have many hybrids to choose from and even our amazing electric EV models. No matter which Kia model you choose, you will receive remarkable performance along with our outstanding warranty. Kia of Auburn, where you are always number one. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. Eight minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. Auburn High School leads 63 to nothing as Auburn has 
played about as well as you can. I think I can count uh, on the on my hand the number of poor plays, and I think it's like two. One of them was the fumble, and then uh, – I don't even know if there was another bad play. There, there was a couple of big plays by Semenos, but give them credit for making those. Um, but it's been all Auburn all the time, as that one is sent about uh, six yards deep, or six yards short of the of the end zone. Auburn High School have to cover this one. A lot of guys bouncing off of the returner. Finally, Auburn High School gets him out of bounds at about the 30-yard line. As Tigers have a bunch of rotate or bunch of subs in there. Look like Will Best mishit that one as Auburn High School will will uh, tackle the returner at about the 31-yard line. Yeah, some of Smith Station's best starting field position other than uh, when we fumbled the ball. Um, I, this is probably going to be their best uh, starting point. 20-0 Central leads. That score brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin on East University Drive across from CC's Pizza in Auburn. So it will be, looks like it's going to be Auburn against Fairhope right here next week uh, in the first round of the playoffs. Sweep action. No, it's just a zone read and a nice pull by the quarterback, a nice play by an Auburn defensive lineman. He gets up and lets you know about it. As making the play there is number 61, Carmelo Ford, the sophomore. Davion Pitts, a six foot four, 290-pound sophomore defensive lineman into the game at uh, interior uh, defensive line. J.D. Dallas. No, that's Ashton Wilson into the game. As we're trying to get everybody that is into the game right now. Inside give. Defensive line had him wrapped up, but a nice run by, by the running back. A nice tackle made by Nate Payne. Also checking into the game for Auburn at defensive back Anthony McCall at corner. You got Davis Smith in as well? Yeah, Davis Smith is into the game. As he, run, as he plays a snapper and kick cover, he's been big on special teams this year. Looks like he's in at that nickel outside linebacker spot. Dawson Price into the game at defensive line. Bringing the pressure inside zone once again as making the pull was Greer as Auburn High School overran the um, overran the running back is just that Cam Newton play. Owen Williams into the game at at, uh, at uh, linebacker overran the play. Now Auburn will basically go full subs here. Yeah, Jackson Greer did a good job because there was a free runner coming and uh, the hole just was really big for him to run through and he, and he did a much better job of sliding yeah. right there at the end of that play. Michael Foster checks into the game at defensive end once again. Inside zone give. And keeping pressure that time was Owen Wilson. Nice play by the linebacker. Yeah, that was a great play right there. That's uh, number 39. Is Ashton White, cor correction, that's 39, White, yeah. not 38. And he looked really, really solid doing that. That was a great running sideline to, to sideline and uh, inside-out tackle. Uh, his probably first tackle for loss of his career. Jace Williams into the game as well at linebacker. In at defensive back, number 31, Makai Anderson. Greer into the gun against uh, for Smith Station. Wants the out running back out to the back into the Davis Smith. Gets off the – beats the block, gets off of uh, the, the receiver trying to make the block on him, and he'll make the play third down and long coming. He did make an outstanding open field tackle right there. That is not an easy play to make, but uh, maintain leverage and uh, just didn't – 
uh, commit to any sort of uh, fake that the that the runner gave him and gets his head across and brings him down. Jackson Lovern was in on that last play as he'll check out. Looks like DJ Witcher uh, at number 13, he'll come into the game as Davis Smith rotates back to safety. Greer has it, drops back. Here comes pressure wanting his receiver was open and hit him in the wrong spot, right in the hands as he won on the post. There on the coverage was Maddox Jones. Incomplete also into the game at safety is uh, number 25, Kamari Russell, a sophomore. Yeah, after that play, Maddox Jones, he rotates out and uh, number 30, Demir Garrett, comes in to play corner along the Smith's uh, boundary there. Well, if I'm Smith, I go back to it. Just throw a jump ball and see if one of your receivers can go make a play. 4.42 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Greer has it, and he tries to get out of some pressure. Here comes pressure. DJ Witcher there on the sack. Landon Grubbs also added some pressure. It's a turnover on down. First down, Tigers. Wow, Witcher came hard off that uh, corner right there, and just a nice physical play on the quarterback to end that threat, give Auburn the, the football back with 4.23 left in this game. That was an outstanding, outstanding play by Witcher. I am shocked we have not had a running clock here. <laughs> 40, Auburn will take over at Smith Station 46-yard line. As uh, the thing with these backs that Auburn High School has is even though it's just inside zone, they can they can gash it and go. The snap is high. Jackson Kilgore will have it, and he's going to make one guy miss and will finally dive ahead to about the 48-yard line. It's going to be a loss of about 12 or 14 on the play. Snap was just too high. Yep, too high, and it was it was errant to the left. Uh, actually hit the running back instead of the quarterback and uh, bounced backwards. Jackson does a good job of going to retrieve it. Um, he'll learn that on a play like that, you just go just ahead and stay down, down and, and, and not try to dive forward for an extra yard. Carter Robinson rotates out. Hugh Bodiford into the game at center. Inside give to Jaden Griffin. He's going to fight to get back to the line of scrimmage. A day, or Aiden Platt into the game at Offensive line, looking to see if there's anybody else that's in there. Six, did you get Jamarian Curry, 65? I did not. Was yep. just about to call it, looking through all these all these names now. A Curry in at left tackle on this drive. Caden Neighbors into the game. Omar Mapson back into the game at running back. Three fourteen and counting for the Tigers. Inside give to Mapson, who will lower his head and will run push across the 50-yard line. And it will be fourth down now for the first time tonight. Auburn High School fails to convert a, four, a third down. Yep. One for five. Or, uh, sorry, four for five. And Auburn High School will have to punt. And just leave Omar back there. He can punt too. <laughs> can he really? Yes, he was our punter in eighth oh, wow. grade. As Tyler McKenna will step in to punt. Mapson will go in to be the personal protector. Two and a half left to go. Good job getting that off. That play clock was down to one. High spiraling kick. And McKenna puts one inside the 10-yard line, and that's where Smith Station will take over. So after on the 12th drive by Auburn High School, Auburn High finally punts. 
Well, hey, it was a good rep. I mean, they, they had yeah. to get guys in, and uh, a lot of guys that didn't think they were probably going to play again had to get their stuff strapped back on, get out there, and, and, and get a punt off before the play clock expired. And uh, that might have been the best punt McKinnell's had yeah. all season. Nice high punt, and if Auburn High got down there, if, it, if the re returner would have let it bounce, probably Auburn would have been able to down it deep in, in territory. Auburn High School trying to make sure they got everybody on to the field that they're supposed to. Jason Hall in at defensive back. And speed option to the outside. Nice flow there by the defensive line. Davis Smith there is going to finish it up. In college, this will be a penalty on Auburn High School. Auburn High has two number fours out there. I think if you dress 133, you get away with it in high school. <laughs> Checking into the game, number 47, Parker Adamson at linebacker. Jackson Laverne also into the game, outside linebacker. Everybody else, I believe we had gotten their name on. Jason Hall will rotate out. As Greer will have it, he'll just run it up the middle. Nice play there by in the middle by, uh, by King. Yep, Kyle King gets off the block again. He's done that twice. Quarterbacks tried to run by him, and Kyle's been able to extend and uh, release the, the blocker and get off and make a nice tackle on the quarterback. Landon Battle comes into the game at defensive line, checking into the game as well as Zay Ford, a defensive back, a sophomore. I mean, they have rotated a ton of kids into this game. Greer throws over the middle, has his tight end open. His knees were down. Let's see if they're going to give it to him at the 20-yard line, and they will. It's going to be first down yardage as Smith Station converts the third down. They are now one of nine. Well, you know, if you're a coach watching this for Auburn, you're 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 pretty proud of these kids coming in. There's a lot of great effort. These guys are fighting hard. They're uh, they're trying to make plays. Uh, the execution may not be as crisp as you would like, uh, but a lot of these guys probably haven't played together. And, uh, I mean, they're, they're making it tough on Smith Station to try to put points on the board. John Evans checks into the game. A little pitch. Laverne misses the tackle. Evans forces the issue at corner. And then coming in and flowing from the defensive end spot was uh, Michael Foster, number 98. Now Auburn High School will get some more subs in on this second down. And Smith Station, they'll try to go quick and get one more play in. With five seconds left, Greer having He's going to throw it deep. He's got an open receiver, makes the catch, and tackle is going to be made right at the buzzer at the 40, at the 37-yard line as Auburn High School will hang on and win this one by a final score of 63 to nothing. Tigers win. They finish 9-1 as uh, Auburn will – right now it looks like Smith Station is going to hang on and Auburn – or uh, Prattville, rather, or Central is going to hang on against Prattville, and Auburn High School will host Fairhope next week 63 to nothing our final as